0: Welcome to the Monday Night War Stories presents the pay-per-view war stories. This week it's a WWF1 and we're doing Backlash. Kinda in your house? Is it supposed to be in your house still? It's in your house. Okay, because they never say it. Well, they haven't said it since... <laughs> I think Degeneration
1: generation X in your house was actually the last one where they called it in your house.
2: Was it November 97? That was, that was December 97. December 97, Jesus.
0: So, we're doing Backlash 1999, Rock Austin 2. Duh. So, uh, we get to find out uh, Corey's star ratings for this show. I've, I saw that you posted them online. However, I don't look until the, uh, this show. Same. So, let's get into it. But first, let me introduce you to your no-serve crew. First, you know this man is one thing and one thing only. He's a good brother. The Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today
1: to mourn the death of In your house. Well, at least for twenty-one years. And then it'll some come back because, you know, they're bored. But I had to come all the way to Providence, rather than for this shitty show,
0: so I'm already in a bad mood. Hmm. Uh the no cell living legend, Mike Booble. What's happening, Marks? And I'm your host, Joseph Lussell. So, uh, April 25th, 1999. We're in Providence, Rhode Island. We're in the Providence Civic Center. Corey. Yeah. How did we get to uh backlash?
1: Uh, well at WrestleMania 15, Stone Cold, Steve Austin defeated the rock to win the world wrestling federation championship. That's um, spoiled by Michael Cole. From that moment on, all <laughs> hell broke loose in the company. So many storylines weaving <laughs> in and out on a weekly basis. Let's see. Um, Undertaker has full-on just started stalking Stephanie McMahon, wanting to make her his uh, demon bride. Um, Vince McMahon doesn't care about Stone Cold and that rivalry anymore. He just wants his daughter safe. Shane is power-hungry and doesn't give a fuck about his sister. wants wants uh, power. So when Austin demands that he get his vanity belt back from Vince, Vince wants to give it to him. Shane says, fuck that. It's all about power. So he turns on his dad to get the power he wants. And now it's Shane's corporation and the rock has control of the uh, vanity belt. And then he fake throws it off the bridge, but really throws Austin off a bridge. <laughs> then there's a fucking uh, funeral for a vanity belt. And uh, all the while undertaker's upping his stocking game. Uh, Vince is being a pseudo baby face and all hell. Is breaking loose. It's tough to keep track from week to week at this point. Things are happening so fast. <sighs> I'm out of breath just talking that much. And that's what brought
0: us to fucking, again, Providence, Rhode Island. Mm. <sighs> so, before we even start the pay-per-view, yep. I got to talk about Sunday Night Heat. Yep. Well, we all do. We yep. all watched it. I'm always excited. Uh, it starts to show off with In Memory of Rick Rude. So they actually did something. This is where they started. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we we start heat off with a recap of the Rock's eulogy on Austin. Austin running over the Austin, uh, Rock's car, the Hearst Fink's car, probably.
1: Real quickly, I will say there is heat though because you notice they only do it on Sunday night heat. We're nitro waited until nitro to yep, do
2: it. I saw so. <laughs> so, so yeah, we did something. But, you don't see it on the pay per view or Raw. Nope, but, nope. Just uh, just heat. So Sunday night heat. The pre show. <laughs> yeah, the a show.
0: Uh, Austin <laughs> getting his belt. Shane hitting uh, Austin with the shovel. So let's start the night off with heat. With It's a uh, supposed to be a mixed match tag match, as it's Delo Brown, and Ivory versus Val, Venus, and Sable. However, now when you say supposed to be. Supposed to be. <laughs> as Sable is supposed to be here, but she's doing Sable things. Uh, so the match starts as a handicap match. Uh, Delo goes for the frog splash with an Ivory slaps him on the butt f- for celebrate. Referee Tay Long's like, that's a tag, player." <laughs> so she gets in But then Nicole Bass runs down slams Ivory Scares Teddy Long And makes him make the pin So your winners Nicole Bass and Val Venus This match goes about three minutes After the match Bass wants uh, Val's trombone Inside her Brass section And
1: Hearing that line I was just like Vince Russo is so <laughs> proud of that line You know he's so
0: proud of it. That's dud. Thank you. That's... Thank you. mm -hmm. Uh, Then we get another recap for Raw. Shane hitting Austin with the shovel. Backstage, Undertaker and the Ministry are arriving. Uh, And I believe at the time, I think, like, the Acolytes are wearing normal clothes. So it's kind of weird to see that as what their gimmick is supposed to be. Uh... Recap of how we got here with uh, Triple H and X-Pac. Triple H turning on DX. JR's in back with J- uh, X-Pac. And, uh, you know, they're doing a little interview. X-Pac, JR calls this X-Pac's most emotional match. Um, tri- Xbox like, well, it was Triple H who brought me back to WF. So, uh, there's going to be this emotional between us. Uh, then we cut to the King, who's interviewing Triple H in China. Triple H says that X-Pac became... Um, Says that X Pac became DX, became the, the the decision maker, as he held Triple H back. Do you guys recall any of that? <laughs> no. Okay. Um what? And Triple it H immediately is, made me lose interest in that. Basically <laughs> Triple H is saying that X Pac took leadership yeah, no, of it. that's DX. the story they're telling with us yes, now? Yes, they are. I'm out.
2: I'm out. Uh, I'm going to go no on that. Be cool if they, if
0: there if anybody can provide me with one instance where that was Just true, one. Just one. Got it. Yeah. Uh, backstage with the ministry talking. You can't hear anything. Uh it's better. We're going to recap a Raw of Vince losing his stuff at WF Headquarters and taking out Midian and <laughs> Midian yelling, I'm sorry. I have one of the shows over. <laughs> uh, Nicole Bass is looking for Val. Our next match, Draws and Prince Albert... That's right, Prince Albert, who debuted two weeks ago that first match. Also debuted on Heat two weeks ago? Yes, he did. That's right. Versus Too Much. As Too Much gets the job entrance. Never a good sign. Two-minute match, no tags. Albert wins the match with a grill press slam that turns it into a, driver, like a driver-like move. After the match, uh, Albert's going to pierce Brian Christopher, but the Ministry runs down, and then they destroy Too Much. Undertaker has cut some promo saying that there will be a horrible tragedy tonight. Uh, during the break, we see Nicole Bass still looking for Val, and Val leaves the arena. Uh, next match was Big Boss Man versus Test, oh, uh, with Test versus Kane. Well, hold on. Oh, dud. Dud, thank you. Uh, Bo- Test costs Boss Man the match as he's thrown into Test, who's on the apron. Kane choke Chokeslam. Um... Come back from commercial and Shane's yelling at Tess for uh, making too many rookie mistakes. Tess and Bossman are getting into it. Um, uh, Tess and Bossman are fighting in the ring. And then Viscera, for some reason, comes down and starts speeding up Tess. Because, by the way, Tess versus Viscera next. Uh, Bossman hits Tess in the head with a nightstick. uh, Viscera wins with a slam. Dud? Uh, Actually,
1: I screwed up on my rating here. I noticed... um, so yeah, s- I gave Viscera and Test a dud. Okay. Uh, but you didn't stop long enough for me to give the other one. I gave actually Kane and Big Boss Man originally a star and a third. Wow. I guess I had a stroke. Third of a star. Third of a star. So I changed that to a star and a quarter, obviously, is what that's yeah. supposed to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Boy, I never thought I'd say this because these live shows, it's kind of fun to watch before pay per view But not these ones. Mm-mm. This attitude error, man. Fuck. You know, we, and it's been a long time, but I mean, I remember when we used to complain. About the quality of the pre show match on a kickoff.
0: And compared this. to this shit.
2: Jesus. I mean, than they're this. giving us
0: like you know, filet mignon on the kickoff yeah. nowadays. So nowadays, we shouldn't. Uh, shouldn't we should have not bitch uh, I'll just look at you and go, Viscera and Tess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's fine uh, Sunday
1: night. Heat. Too much in pra- draws and Prince Albert.
0: Yeah. Jesus. Uh, backstage, uh, Bossman and Tess are separated by Shane. Uh, we get a recap of how we got here with Rock and Austin. Shane comes out and says, "You know, I'm gonna make a special stipulation between this Rock Austin match tonight. The match will be a no holds barred match." I hate this. Do they even need to say this? Every
1: fucking main event of the Attitude Era is a no holds barred match. Why even announce
0: it? It's just understood. Yep. Uh, Shane says that he's gonna call it down the middle. If Austin puts a hand on Shane, he will disqualify Austin and give the title to The Rock. As the limo shows up to end Heat with Vince and Stephanie coming out. So let's get into the pay per view. Well, let me ask a question, real quick. Yes. If you, just... if
1: you were on the fence and you watched Sunday Night Heat to discern, Truman. Okay, am I yeah. going to pay for this show or not? What did this show do for you? Are you um, clicking that button or you're like, eh, no, I'll watch it on Raw tomorrow. I'll right. find out what happened to Raw. The I'll next find night. out. Yeah. This this kind of
2: Because like works none of the other the, way. And they're usually really good about like highlight packages and stuff, and nothing they showed was like okay, i got to watch that. Like nothing
0: grabbed me. It's the idea that so the payoff of for the reason why for some other order is it's Rock Austin too. It's the rematch from Mania. Mm-hmm. And that's bad. So that's why they're like, okay, uh, let's push Triple H versus Xbox and have so. back to back commentary interviews with them. However, the storyline doesn't make any sense because we never seen this storyline. And that's honestly kind of and Undertaker and Shamrock's there. The uh,
2: the way you ask that, Corey, is how I debate when I when I debate whether or not to order a boxing pay per view. Really. So I'm just like that main event's good, but the other four fights are fucking garbage. I want to sit through two and a half hours of trash to watch that pay- that main event. That's it's very reminiscent of that. So makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's get to this pay per view uh, and sti- boxing.
2: That's not a praise, by the way. Do better.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Son um, of a bitch. The stage. It's a large screen with a barrier on each side. Kind of, kind of basic one of the basic. Yeah. I like, it's funny that it's, they're basic to like, WCW's basic of like, over the top, kind of almost the exact same thing, except they have like, two squares on each side, and mm. WWE's def's so like, we're just gonna do one down the middle. Uh, we start the show off with a uh, promo, for the main event. Rock Austin. So let's cut to our first match of the night. Six man tag, The Brood, versus Midian and the Acolytes. Uh, crowd, not a fan of Midian <laughs> for whatever oh, reason. All, 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 all of a sudden, they, what uh, the hell, dude? Out of nowhere, Midian he sucks. Every
2: one of the money. There this, was it was very um, f- fratish tonight the crowd. They, they watched raw. Vince
1: owned him. <laughs> His stock tumbled significantly. I mean,
2: that's
0: fair. I mean, oh my god, because uh, Vince put it on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's this part in the match That King forgets Bradshaw's name And then he gets, he's like You know what uh, Rumor is that Bradshaw hates being called Bradshaw I, Since when That's how he tried to save it Because he forgot his name So then Jarrah's like I'll call him whatever he wants me to But for right now it's Bradshaw I bet if he had big voluptuous fake tits Lawler would have remembered his name uh Crowd was dead for the most of this match. Ministry controlled most of the match, using half the ha uh their side of the ring. Uh crowd gets into it when it becomes more of a brawl of, a, of uh, when all six men get involved. One one of the things I liked was Edge hits a drop kick off the top rope at, onto uh Bradshaw and Christian rolls him up in like one smooth kind of way. I'm like, Oh, that's pretty cool. I should pick those guys attacked him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, Visser runs down, squashes Christian against the ring, throws him into the ring, and he gets a clothesline from Hell from Bradshaw for the win. I didn't hate it. I thought it was a decent opener.
1: It was a decent opener. Here's what I thought of it. Um, I gave it two and a half. It was a. Ew,
0: it, I same. I did not mind it at perfectly, all.
1: Perfectly fine opener. In fact, I'll go a little further. Tell you this was an excellently worked tag team match. Um, old school with the proper with the underneath guys getting the heat you know edge and christian playing ricky morton the (laughs) acolytes and midian are veterans that knew how to be the bully cut off the ring in half you know the hot tag the edge and christian with the smooth double teams it was a really well done tag match unfortunately in the era they're in in the company they're in that means it was boring as fuck to the
2: crowd That's why I hate the attitude. It wasn't enough car crashy for them. Yep.
0: Like I said, the crowd got um, into it once it became that car crash of all six men. Like to me, it's
2: um, because I'm a bit younger, so like I don't necessarily love the '80s style tag team matches where it's um, a lot of psychology and um, kind of slower work rate. I like the (laughs) psychology. Of these tag matches, but there's athleticism in the in the mm-hmm. ring, which is why It's kind of a best of both worlds for me.
1: There's plenty of athleticism with the right teams.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: I like. I, like I said, yeah. I actually really, really, for some
1: reason, <laughs> I realize I'm I'm older than the rest of you, so I, I you know I like the dinosaur shit. Yeah. You know? uh, ooh, I don't like the Rock that much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, I Latino actually buff. I actually liked. It? I liked this match. Like good It was a good, it was match. A good it was match. Perfectly fine opening yeah. tag match. If you take the crowd, instance a kind of picture as it's today, so it's nope. a Providence yeah, crowd. Yeah. So I I enjoyed myself for this. Uh, we go. Um, I uh, as I wrote down my thoughts after watching each match, and it's like it wasn't that bad. Nothing special, but it kept my attention. Yeah. So uh, it's, all you can ask for in that, right? era. Uh Backstage we see The Rock showing up to the arena, dragging the uh, vanity belt. Vanity belt. Not a big fan, huh? I'm not a fan of this era when it was like, you know, give me my own uh,
1: vanity world title when I'm the champ. You know, the the Smoking Skull belt, the Rock belt, the Spinner belt with Cena. I, I, did, I wasn't a fan of any of them. It's like, just have the fucking belt. It loses prestige to me when, I mean, the whole storyline was, I don't give a fuck about this piece of shit belt. Give me the one with the, with the rattlesnake on it. So I mean, you're shitting on your world title. That's the storyline. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So fuck it. No, I don't like it.
0: Okay. Uh, we get a recap for our next uh, Al Snow and Hardcore Holly. How their how their feud started at St Valentine's Day Massacre and highlights from last Raw. So our next <laughs> match for the Hardcore Championship, Al Snow versus Hardcore Holly. Um, there's a spot in the very beginning. Al Snow gets busted open. Did he get bust open from a water jug? I think it was a water jug that did it. That's a pretty impressive water jug. Uh, Al Snow hits a moonsault from the outside barrier and barely misses the post with his feet. Uh, Al hits Holly with a hockey stick, for the, but he, like, continuous does it for a long time. And I was uh, thinking, uh, when are you going to end? Because it's just, like, I think, like, 10. But it felt like forever with the hockey stick. Um, Lawler's asking the tough questions during the match. Why do they have a kitchen utensil uh, utensils under the ring? Like the frying That's pans seven, and that all That's a good dude. question. Uh, they brawl to the back and the crowd don't like that at all. I like, don't know that I want to be hit in the head with a frying
2: pan I've got to be honest. It looks like it hurts a lot. Uh,
1: most of the stuff that they hit each other with I want no
2: part of. Like for whatever reason to me like the one like that they use routinely is the cookie sheet. I'm just like dude that looks painful yeah um, can you not hit me with a cookie sheet please that'd be great <laughs> right uh,
0: they brought uh, Holly grabs a kitchen sink <laughs> yeah but Al sprays him with a hose so he drops the sink call back the road warriors <laughs> uh, they keep hitting uh, a car and the lar- car alarm keeps going off however it's like han, 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 han. like not even going off it just like twice um, I see. What's the things? I I don't think that was the things. I think upcomings the things. Uh, they fight up some stairs. Holly then shoves snow into the dumpster. Holly do, um, Holly does a uh, cross body onto snow. Then the ref gets into uh, the dumpster and counts yeah, two. I
2: think it's Kyoto, right? He's like, yeah, we're getting and, into it. Yep, let's do it. It's awesome. Uh, they fight.
0: In, they fight near a production truck, and now Snow takes off the barrier off the steps leading to it. They fight into the production truck. Al then hit tosses Holly onto a hood of of the roof of a car, and then hits an elbow drop to get a two. I think that was Fink's car. Was it me, or did they um turn
2: around very quickly in that production truck and get out? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I feel like they were told no, turn back around, not in here. Kevin
1: Uh, Dunn was violently masturbating the pictures of Sable.
0: uh, Jr. I think that's Fink's car. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Snow puts Holly on a table and goes uh, to the top, but takes so long that Holly hits Snow with a frying pan. Mm. Holly then hits a superplex through the table, but the long way. They're not side by, like, the side. They go the whole table. Uh, Refs making a ten count. However, commentary is like, this is a hardcore match. No need for the ten count. Al Snow hits Holly with the with head for the one two three. Your new hardcore champion, Al Snow. Time of this match was fifteen minutes and twenty seven seconds. Thoughts?
2: I liked it better than the opening match. I actually like this match a lot. Um, For a you know an Attitude Era hardcore match, I really like Lawler's point about why there be a frying pan in the ring is valid, but. It's chaotic enough where I enjoy it. Cause you're like, what? Why is there a frying pan? I, I don't know. Hit him with it. I I like the
0: hardcore matches,
2: but excuse me. For me, you can tell the difference in two companies. Like they are allowed leeway in WWF, yeah. where WCW is not. You see so the Have to get has to get around a lot of stuff, or they can just do whatever they want in these matches.
0: You see the leeway, but for like with any WWF. Hardcore matches. It's almost if to me lately. When since they do like every week, it feels like it's the same match every week that we brawl, we hit frying pans, chairs, whatever we can find underneath the ring. But then we go to the back. But then we always have to see what we can find that we can one up. You know, they did that. Bound. You know, they did. They went in the ocean, the river, last time they did a pay per view match this time it's they're going into the dumpster and then the production crew, you know truck they're trying to they it's the same match besides the one big spot that they try to one up
1: there is a lot of can you top this going on yes. in that company as a whole in this at this point which will unfortunately reach a crescendo next month um so yeah i enjoyed this though i think this is one of their the better hardcore matches they've had uh, since they started it um I don't remember what I gave their match at St. Valentine's Day Massacre, but this one I gave a flat three. I enjoyed it. I thought it uh, did well. These
2: two certainly fit in the hardcore mode. Um, So, yeah. And uh, Holly's getting so close to having the trunks that I remember. They're right. almost there. They're
1: almost there. They're almost there. It's, the, music's, came out. the music's there now. Yep. now we just need the, the to...
0: trunks are they, like not. There was like black and, and green, green like lime green, almost there. green. Yeah. Waiting for the blue. Um, we go backstage with the minister, ministry. Uh, Undertaker is pleased with Mitty and the acolytes. Um, they have to get ready for the higher power. Undertaker once again says there will be a tragedy. The tragedy begins tonight. Let's go to our next match. Gold Dust versus The Godfather for the Intercontinental Championship. Here's the tragedy. But first, Blue Mini, all the guys came to see me and all the girls want to be me. Hell yeah. Who's ready for the grind? That I laughed So
2: much sexier than Sables. I laughed my ass off on that So much sexier.
0: He's better at it.
2: That's no joke. I don't know. He knows how to move his hips. Sable, you would think would learn. I, I don't. I don't know. I she, mean, honestly, grind is the right description for what she does. She's not sexy.
1: She moves her hips as if she's a woman who's only ever had missionary sex.
2: One hundred percent with the with the lights on. Yep, hundred percent. And underneath the covers while listening to I don't know. McGraw. No, listening to the carpenters. There it is.
0: Peter, Paul, You're and Mary. just what I needed. <laughs> <laughs> I the puff the Magic Dragon. Uh, Godfather comes out first, and then he's booed. Yep. Because why? He got no
1: hose. Another reason I hate the Attitude Era. Yeah. It says everybody was over. No, everybody was not over. Certain parts of their character were over. Godfather wasn't over. Nope. It was the whores in the tight dresses that were, and I use the word whores. Because they would go city to city and find strippers and whores yep. to to use. Um, strippers are us. That's what was over, not The Godfather. There,
2: People didn't uh, give two fucks about The Godfather.
0: Sure, though. there were sure. E say they were over. He but was like a if, conduit. If you watch, like we have every week now, especially like right now, for some reason, it's every show. There's a girl out there. They're more attention to them than yep. they are the... Match Jarrett and Owen no aren't over. It's Deborah. Yep,
2: Sable. I mean, there's a reason Merrow's not around. Yeah, Marrow, he, he wasn't was, over.
0: Yeah, it wasn't Merrow that was over. Yeah, um, Goldust decides to leave the match during the but Blue Mini talks reason. Even he's disgusted by the work rate. Like, I'm out of here. Uh, the crowd's chanting, We want hoes. Uh, me, the Blue Mini distracts the ref as. Goldust tries to tr- throw powder in the Godfather's eyes. However, it takes Goldust forever to get the powder out.
1: You know what? Thank you. Hold on for a second. Uh, thank you for, for bringing that up. How hypocritical are the majority of WWE wrestling fans right now today in this this time frame in 2020? Yes. This generation uh, fucking just adores the Attitude Era. Yep. And everything about it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Including the Godfather. Mm-hmm. These are the same fans that for the last five years have been so sanctimonious in their Women's Revolution bullshit. Which, first of all, I agree with Women's Revolution. I don't think half the fans give a fuck. Nope. But those same fans who are like, treat Sasha and Charlotte with respect, are the ones cheering for the hoes watching these old itinerary shows. Mm -hmm. How fucking hypocritical can you be? Uh,
2: um, Yeah. Is it just me? But does, like, in the... And anyways, in in the era that we're in, right? There's a hose everywhere and blue minis grinding. Yeah, powder doesn't really fit. I don't no, like. It, we're doing a powder spot. Yeah, in the attitude era. And it takes era.
1: forever. Like especially when a month ago, Triple H brought out a fucking he, bazooka. He yeah. shot
2: somebody in the face <laughs> with a bazooka. You're doing powder.
1: Like, he's gone, he he's going
2: back to eighties, baby. Come on, Doug. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're rolling it
1: back. Uh well how do you improve amount of bazooka? Yeah. Like let's be honest
2: here. Uh, oh I I think over the edge. Blow dart? <laughs> yeah, they do it next month. Never
0: mind. <laughs> you know what it is. Triple H is a big fan of the renegade. Jay yeah. goes <laughs> up. Uh Goldust takes forever to get the powder. Then uh Godfather kicks the powder in the eyes of Goldust, and then for two minutes Goldust beats up the blue meanie, thinking that it's Go- uh Godfather. I chuckled at that.
2: I, I won't lie on that end. One's a short, fat, white dude. The other <laughs> one's a six-eight black guy. But
1: when you're
0: blind, you're, you can't tell. All your senses. I, I, I think can when tell you're,
1: when you're punching that stomach.
0: All your you senses can tell. go away. Okay. <laughs> uh, he, I he, don't think that's how that works. Could, uh, nah, read a book. You know? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Joe knows physics.
0: Uh, yeah, science. Well, no, you can either know maps or physics. You can't know both. They're both the same. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Goldust gives Blue Mini uh, Shattered Dreams, and then uh, Stumbling Goldust goes into the Death Valley Driver by Godfather for the one, You're still Intercontinental Champion, Godfather. Uh, Five, twelve. So, so, I think... Well,
2: judging by Corey's face, hates this match. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. I, I think... I I I guarantee I rated it significantly higher than you did. I just I didn't hate it for whatever reason. I so, think the blue so meanie
0: parts were the ones of why
2: I didn't here, hate it so much.
0: Here are my uh, overall thoughts right after I watched this. Fits the era. Uh, this was a comedy match with some wrestling in it, but more comedy. I thought it was funny when Goldust beats up, uh, beats up uh, the blue meanie for that couple minutes. So. Uh, what do you got uh, to give this star rating?
1: I gave it a generous three quarters of a star.
2: Wow, I was significantly higher. Holy I, shit.
1: I hated this fucking match. Uh, one of the things uh, that you said, Mike, is one of the reasons I didn't. I hated it so much. Blue Meanie was miles uh, ahead of both of them as the best worker in the match. Yep. Only issue, he wasn't in the match. But yet he still outworked both of them. Real this Rick was, Flair situation. Oh, this was yeah.
2: Blue Meanie is the Rick Flair of WWF earlier <laughs> oh first.
1: This, this was terrible, and uh, I hated it. Plus, the Intercontinental Title is supposed to be the work rate title.
2: I see it. I was going to no. ask this, no. Corey. Has at this point has it ever meant less?
1: No. That's also why I hate this because this time frame, like the Godfather holding the belt, mm-hmm. is the absolute nadir of the Intercontinental Title. So at least it goes up from here, like, but this is the bottom. This is bottoming
2: out, because like it goes back to a point you've made many a time. Goffal doesn't need the belt. He's that's, that's a character that doesn't he need a belt. He's, 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 he's got hose. He's got hose. The
1: hose get him over. He don't need the belt. Um, so, so they're wasting the belt. Yeah. Why did he have the belt? I just think they were bored and had nothing else to do for anyone. So okay, we'll just let him have it. He gets a lot of pops. But no, it's absolutely. Plus, he's he's you know, it's BSK. So I mean, there's that. Um you know, but no terrible. And at this point I'm like, okay, I didn't mind the first two matches. They were good. They were fine. This was the drizzling shits. Yep. Hopefully it's just a slight bump in the road. And I'm hopeful because the next match maybe has some talent in it.
0: Let's cut let's cut backstage with Al Snow with Michael Cole in the bathroom. As uh Snow calls Cole uh, Todd. But then he gets was, in the. That was funny, actually. Yeah, uh, wh- whatever, Todd. Um, <laughs> however, it looks like Al Snow and Head are getting in and are in an argument because, to my in my look, what I'm noticing off this argument is sounds like Head is telling now that he's the uh, hardcore champion. Head's mm-hmm.
1: the inter- the hardcore champion, correct? Because uh, might as well
0: be the intercontinental champion. Might not because Head the he asked, "Hey, which hand did you use?" And it was the right one, which Head was in, so... Aha! What do you mean, aha? Aha. What do you mean, aha? What? No. And I love, in this scene, Cole was like, what the fuck? What do you mean, Todd? I mean, I don't mind
1: the house no-nonsense. I mean, I, it's relegated to the hardcore division, you know what I mean? It's
2: something that I remember yeah. from my childhood that I remember liking then, and I still find it funny now. I'm like, this dude is... He's good at playing it. Batshit shit yeah. crazy. It's no, hilarious. He's
1: really good at playing this role. I have no problem with it.
2: But it's in the right division. Yeah. If this See, was like for, you know, like a, the IC title or like it would be terrible.
1: I have no problem with comedy characters as long as they're where they're, where they're needed.
2: Not where they're supposed to be. Like Godfather should be in the hardcore division. Like he should yes. be not in the IC, uh, the IC belt.
0: And it would make more sense. Well, if a hoe wins it.
1: No, it would, it would also make more sense for a guy like that to offer his hoes mm-hmm. instead of having to go through a hardcore match.
0: 100%. It
2: makes all the sense in the world. And he'd probably get some takers.
0: Yeah. So, let's move on to our next match for number one contendership for the tag titles, as it's the New Age Outlaws versus Jeff Joe, Owen Hart, and with Deborah Canadian country. Uh, Deborah coming out to her pay-per-view outfit, so damn near nothing's Nothing, on.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah, I'm just like, why wear the bus? There's no point. Uh... Outlaws trying to get Deborah to revere herself before the match. Um, I mean, what is left to show?
2: <laughs> like I want her to put more on.
0: I I mean, I'm like, you know what? Here's a sweatshirt. <laughs> we brought we brought Viscera's coat. <laughs> yeah, put it on. Well, guys, we're in 1999, so the entire crowd don't give a fuck about this match as they're chanting, show us your puppies. Yeah. Uh, Owen has Road Dogg in the sharpshooter, and Billy Gunn hits a famerzer onto Owen, and Billy cover and Billy covers Owen for the one, two, three. You yeah, know, it bothers me because you have some talented workers in this match, mm-hmm. and show us your puppies. Uh, this match went 10-27 I know. I'm, it, I feel like I'm skipping highlights. I could not get in this match. I
2: mean, it was a basic tag match. There was I liked nothing it. Special about? It. I, just I, it. I I enjoyed the match. I mean, they're both really good teams. They work well together. I
1: really liked it. I thought they had good chemistry this... I mean, they always do, but this time I thought they were actually on. Um, I he, don't know why. I think
2: it's something Corey said. I think they all four were actually annoyed at the chance and were like trying yeah. to put on a good match. Yeah. And it didn't matter. Because it was like... But,
1: they, those guys were busting their asses and playing the to, to chance of puppies. And that had to piss some people off. Yeah. I know it pissed me off. Uh I thought Owen looked really good when he was in. <clears throat> um, I, which is, yeah, you know, I, I hate his gear. I hate his gear. I finally get it now. I never got it before. I and got this, this it. Just this gear. It's just to play off double J's. Yeah. Because they're a team. I never picked that up. It. Ever.
2: I don't know why, but Zen it did. bothers me that the letters are on the different legs. Yeah. I want them to switch the letters. Because it, it drives says, me. It that, says like O-H-O a, on it. Yeah.
0: It, it, yeah. Zen bothers me that. She goes, You know, he's calling himself Oh, right? I'm like, well, What do you it's mean? It's got
1: O-H and then H-O. Yeah. Because it's mirrored. Because yeah. double J's is mirrored. That makes sense. But it works for him because it's double J. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, for him, it's O-H-O. So, yeah. so they mirrored it, and yeah, I get it. It bothered me too for years. Um, it bothers me less now, though, that I finally you realized. It oh, out. it's a mirror of Jarrett's tights. Okay, it bothers me less. It's probably still no like call,
2: yeah. Because you know, um,
1: what did you give this match? I, if I remember correctly, I gave it three and a half. Wow. I just
0: I don't I, know I don't why know, three
1: and a quarter. I don't know why, why this
0: match alone, like, and it's one of those things of like, who's in this match? I'm like, all right, I'm gonna pay attention. La- you know, it's his last one as. Owen. Well, period. 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 So I'm like, okay, this is the last one. I'm mean, we'll focus. I paid attention, but I was just like, God, this is just right yeah. past my head. It just I, I don't know. Uh, after the match, they uh, Billy Gunn moons the crowd because Deborah won't show her good. So Billy, show him that ass. Crowd's like
2: popped. They just wanted uh, nudity, man. Yeah, yep. it's a might as well have this thing in a frat house. <laughs>
1: It's amazing how I have such fond memories of the '90s growing up in them. Mm. When, when I hate this stuff so bad, and this is just a the Attitude Era, especially '99 Era, is a just a perfect um, crystallized like depiction of pop culture.
2: It's the one time in that company's history they were actually on top of pop yeah. culture, and, and God does it show. And twenty years later,
1: I hate this so much, but I have fond memories of the '90s. That's weird. I must not have fond memories of the last couple of years.
0: We do were,
2: were you into like South Park?
1: I did enjoy South Park yeah. when it first came out. I enjoy I but see I never got into Springer or any of those kind of fucking shows. I watched I Springer. Never liked them.
0: I watched Springer for the Shits and Giggles. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I watched Springer for Steve. Yeah. See? Steve. I couldn't stand Steve. I just never watched those did shows. Know, did
0: you know they did a Steve spinoff? Oh yeah. 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 yeah Steve I knew
2: that. Steve Wilkos, dog. Yeah. Oh, like, um,
0: dog, like I don't know his name. Come on, dog. I I know. I'm just saying, it blew my mind when it was like uh, yeah. Jerry Springer You're going to be a judge On your spinoff And then Steve You're just going to take Jerry's spot Good go
2: Yeah
1: No thanks Yeah um, But I did enjoy South Park Be with some butthead before that mm-hmm. They're coming so back gonna, Yeah I know I'm cautiously Only optimistic How long do they have videos?
2: It's Comedy Central
0: If they don't have videos I don't it's care It's going to be pop culture stuff I guess Yeah Maybe yeah. What I heard is I think it's music videos And then like Because they came back A pop- couple
2: years ago Without videos And I was just like Nah no, they they I did, did enjoy some of those episodes though. I mean, the
0: writing like was some good. Some of the content was good, but like, I did, need videos. It yeah. needed the videos. I'd, I saw one, it was, but it was like, when it came out, it was like the club dub kind of. Boom, boom, yeah. Boom, that was like the rave at the time, so that's like, well, the only thing I'll, I, I wouldn't mind why. them shitting on, like. From, uh, from
2: what
1: I read. Six nine okay, so here's, here's the thing. Yeah. From what I read, this is all about them being able to just annihilate Gen Z.
2: Fantastic with Beavis and Oh, it. They're gonna they're, they're so yeah. many hurt feelings. Yeah,
1: that was the whole point. Like uh, Mike Judge said, it was it was perfect timing to bring back these two to to take on
2: Generation Z. Awesome,
0: I like it. I was awesome. like, oh yes. So let's cut. Let's you cut Buzzfeed Saviour article. We don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shut up. Let's cut backstage with Cole and Shane. I mean Todd. Todd, sorry. Uh, Todd
2: Morgan? wants
0: Todd wants to know if Shane's gonna call it down the middle. Uh, Todd wants to know if Austin has. Rock, shoulders on the ground. Will you make the one, two, three? Shane's like, yeah, I will. You know, I'll do it on the name of my grandfather. God, I hate that. Uh, And uh, you have my word that if Austin has the cover to win, Shane, I will make the three count.
1: So let's cut to Kevin. Your grandfather was shady as shit, too.
0: So let's cut to Kevin Kelly with Vince and Steph, and they want to bring all that stuff up. Didn't think Vince learned all that by himself, did he? Uh, You know... Vince, how do you feel about Shane bringing up your father's name and saying that here uh, frankly I don't care. Basically. It's all about Stephanie's safety. Damn right. Hmm. Uh Shane Just made a big mistake life. last week. <sighs> all that good family uh family feud. So let's go our next match, shall we? The boiler room match, the big show versus Ah, mankind. Yeah, Yeah,
1: the blood feud. That's not a blood feud at all. That doesn't need to be in a boiler
0: room, but here we go. Can I just say how fucking impressed, like, how strong fucking show is at the time that he picks up a table, not like, not a foldable table. He just picks up a table and hits mankind over the head with it. Yeah.
1: No, he was, I forgot what kind of shape he got into to get to the WWF. Mm Mm-hmm. I also forgot how quickly he got out of that
2: shape. So. It and uh I that part I'll bring it back on, on Raw. But uh another match where Foley, man, just kill Jesus, him. dude. It's like and it's one of those matches that actually so unlike Taker, Show actually takes some stuff. He he gives a little bit back. You're never gonna give as much as Foley, but he gives some back. But like um, when he drops the table on him, I'm like, yeah. fuck, dude. You can't just, like, do that safely. It just hurts. Yeah. Uh,
1: Is there been a career in wrestling period that you've gone back over time late at a later uh, point and looked at and just kind of went, man, I wish I enjoyed it all back yeah, then, but I, now it's like, oh, I wish. It's, it's full Yeah.
2: I wish he would have done a half of it I, and had... 10 more years right it's just I, like it's Foley for me right now because what
1: sucks about we took it like, for granted back then
2: it was like, like oh, right, right, right. Sabu was Sabu was whatever Sabu was Foley could work really well and he just like this kind of stuff got over and he just leaned into it so you know it's true, but. it made him the money to kind of retire when he
0: had to you just well, but god man. yeah you just look back and you're like god man you see him now and be like you have to do DDP yoga to try to let yourself stand straight up. Uh show leaves a dent in the fridge when he tries to punch mankind. Yeah my god. <laughs> Dislocated
1: uh, a knuckle.
2: I'm sure.
0: Um <laughs> uh, B- Mankind hits Big Show with multiple pieces of sheetrock, and that's the I had that same feeling yes. with uh Al Snow with the hockey stick. I'm like, how many fucking pieces of sheetrock are you gonna go through? And again, if want to walk rock- one of
2: want those um eventually it breaks, but it hurts.
1: Yeah, it's not like
2: that's, yeah. I mean, there's a reason it's a wall in your house. They yeah. made it sound
1: like it was fucking cardboard. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. No. Uh, show puts mankind on a cart and throws it into a wall of wood. It looks like giant, um, like table tennis. Mm-hmm. Uh, show then throws him into one of them, and that's when the table, the ping pong table thing, like fell onto him, onto mankind, and like, you can just hear him like, you can like l- literally hear him. Lose his air. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. This was brutal.
1: I will tell you that um, you weren't around. You listened, though. Mm-hmm. I fucking buried and shat upon the Boiler Room Brawl from SummerSlam 96 yep. unmercifully yep. to the great annoyance of my cousin who worked so hard to save it. save it and stick up for it. And I was like, no, the match sucks. This was so much better. It was. Than that one. That it was it's not, brutal. It's like night and day.
0: Yeah, uh, show then, uh, Mankind breaks a glass, thing of glass over Show's head that cuts his hand open, mm-hmm. like, really bad. Uh, Big Show choke slams Mankind off a ladder through a table with glass on it. Mankind hits- It's like through a glass table, right? No, it was a regular table with, like, a couple of glass frames on it. Oh, uh, I thought it was a glass table. No, it was a, it was a wooden table with, like, two windows on yeah, it. Yeah, oh, it had two windows okay. on it. Uh, mankind hits... See the way it hurt. Yeah. <laughs> mankind hits a pipe, and then steam comes out and blinds the yeah. Big Show. I, that is cheesy. However, I like it because of the fact... It would be a boiler he, room. It would how make sense. It, how is he going to stop the big guy?
1: Yeah. No, it made sense. It was, yeah. It the Yeah. It was a spot that made sense.
0: Yeah, Like I said, this was just so much better oh, yeah. than uh, the one at SummerSlam. Mankind throws Big Show into a stack... And then a pile of pipes fall onto him. Yeah. Then Mankind crawls, that, leaving bloody handprints up the uh, ground, and he sticks one on the wall, and he, he is able to escape and win. This match went 7.50. However, Bossman and Tester out there jump Mankind. They fight back in the boiler room. Big Show then comes out of all the pipes, chases Bossman off as Mankind puts Mr. Socko on test. Bloody
2: Mr. Socko. Yes.
0: So, what... It, Corey, what did you give it? What do you guys think? I gave it a
1: flat three. It was a really good match again. Uh, it was very hard-hitting. They did some really brutal-looking shit. Big Show looks motivated. Mankind, of course, is going to do whatever he can to get it over. Um, three stars. I you know, Here's my first shocker of the show, because I've seen this before mm-hmm. tons of times. I remember this match being longer.
2: So I was going to ask that. Is that. Why do you think this is better than the other one? Because yes. it's significantly
1: yeah. shorter. Yeah. Matches like this are better served shorter.
2: Um, what was the pay-per-view again? The first SummerSlam 96. Thank you.
0: I'll look it up and see what the time was.
2: Because like, it, it didn't feel long, but it also didn't feel short. It felt like the perfect amount of time to give this match. They, they did it right. They did it right this time. And it made a difference.
0: 26 minutes Jesus. and 40 seconds.
2: <laughs> Fuck. Now, if, you, if this match had been... Another 20 minutes? Yeah. Nah, it's like a one-star match. Yeah. This is so Good much Good lord. So much better. Oh gross.
1: I mean, I know their roster was thin at the time, and they had to stretch things out, but come on. Come on. You could have stretched anything
2: out. Anything at all. Hmm. Uh, wasn't that one... Wasn't that edited, too? Wasn't that one of the ones they taped?
1: Yeah, that was edited. I assume this one was recorded, too, but I don't know for sure. Um, I couldn't tell you, but I assume.
0: I, I thoroughly enjoyed this match. Uh, to me, this felt more... This match felt more... Even though it was a blood feud, this match felt more hardcore and personal than the hardcore match that we had early on tonight. Yeah. No, this was good. Uh, we go backstage with China and Triple H. They, uh, that they're finally going to get X-Pac. I mean, and this is when they bring up, once again, the leadership of DX and how they got him over... I, and how yeah I'm lost on that so Corey did you did you watch this
1: live yes oh I know I know what you're gonna say this was indeed his new theme music
0: I know it is I have it on my it's so pod. bad but no I was gonna <laughs> ask you this cause they show Big Show mm-hmm. backstage with the doctor well this is the home video release okay Dr. The Francois Dr. Yeah. Francois as he's there as he's saying hey we gotta put some stitches in you I think Chris Heyman was bad uh yeah. Uh, it looks like you have a dislocated hand and it shows yeah. like all hey, right, let's get this over. Yeah, with. this was the this
1: was the home because I, I had I owned the home video. So as soon as this came on, I was like, Really? You can why just use do the paper feed? I was like,
2: why do they do that? Why do they use like a home video instead of like their master pay per view In a lot of
1: ways it's already been edited for stuff they don't want on. And number two, it's probably easier I don't know what they had to do back then, but I know that when you're digitizing
0: stuff sometimes it's easier just to grab the the home video that you've already done all the small work to, mm-hmm. and just digitize it and call it good. Uh, they show that, and then they show mankind walking around the boiler room, saying how he doesn't want to fight the big show anymore. How he has there? kids. He how walks kids, damn it! He walks in the boiler room and starts talking about how each how each spot went. I thought that this was funny as hell because he's like he makes jokes about each spot. About like, yeah, he put me through a table there. That didn't feel nice. Uh, as they're walking up the, uh, this
2: felt. Weirdly out of place. I liked it, but it felt weird that they were doing it in the middle of the same pay-per-view.
1: Yeah. Well, what was weird is they went to do the, to the Triple H promo. Yeah. Then back to this and then X-Pac. in a very bad edit, by the
0: they, way. They should have switched it. Yeah. And to show the, like, what they should have done was showed it after the match. And then, like, also put on the bottom left corner, like, home video. Which they used to do. They did well, that yeah, in yeah.
1: 98. I can't believe I remember specifics. But, yes, on fully loaded in your house. Uh, the home video had a promo with The Rock leaving the building yeah. after the time of draw with Triple H. And in the corner, it said home video exclusive.
0: They should have done that. I thought it was funny because they show the scene, the mankind's walking up the uh, ramp that he crawled up with the bloody prints, And he's yeah. like, this is police evidence. Uh, there was a violent struggle that took place here. Look at that perfect fingerprint if I do anything wrong. yeah." Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they... Uh, I thought it was funny because, you know, he walks out and this is the door to victory. Xbox. Yeah, You're like, uh, like, <laughs> right. As our next match is Xbox versus Triple H. Triple H comes out to the most generic music you can think of. I
1: mean, this gives new definition to generic theme music. Number and twelve. Like, Bow, and bam, and bam, it's not bam, even bam. piped
2: in. Like he, somebody picked this. Yes. Like this. he probably picked this.
1: This is bad. You you ever wonder why every one of his themes after this was like so like... Motorhead? (laughs) Yeah, it was so like a big deal. Like, no, not doing that again.
0: My God. Uh, There's a spot in this match that uh, Triple H tosses X-Pac over the top rope and he goes flying. Yes. Uh, Triple H attacks the neck. Is that the...
2: Because he like essentially flatbacks onto the mat, which hurts.
0: It looks so painful. It's like in the the very beginning of the match. It's a Shawn Michaels bump. Yeah. My God. He dude. legit throws him out, and then you see him pan the oh, camera on him. Hurts. His feet are on the barrier. Here's how
1: good Waltman is. Uh, he's because he's second only to Shawn Michaels when it comes to selling like this. He does uh, well, he Shawn don't. Michaels does the same thing. He goes flat over the top rope, but with his one hand, he controls himself just enough with the rope mm-hmm. and then lets go at the perfect time to do the flat back bump that looks like it's killing him. And I guarantee you it didn't feel good but it didn't
0: hurt him nearly as much as it looked. Uh,
1: so good at what he does.
0: Triple H starts to attack the neck, which then... Uh, and JR starts doing a great job calling the match here. Triple H probably saw Xbox X-Ray. Mm-hmm. Knows what to attack Triple X-Pac. Uh,
2: Triple
0: X-Pac? No, oh, Triple H attack X-Pac. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Coming soon to AGW. During the match with... Uh, during, like, throughout the rest of the match, after the neck attacks... Um. JR's like, you know, I might just have to stop this match because he's attacking the neck. I don't want another broken neck. Mm-hmm. This kid has gone through hell and back, and he, and for his best friend to do this to him, I might just go over and ring the bell. I thought that was a great idea of like having the ref, like have JR be like, "It's kind I'm tired of, of this." It's
2: the first instance of a cerebral avulsion,
0: as it You guys are talking this up now. Yeah. Um, crowd doesn't like the tempo of this match it just because Triple H.
2: I like this. <laughs> I did, too. Like, I, I don't was, know. I'm I low like, on it.
0: I like this idea. I like the match.
2: I give it nine stars. Because <laughs> it's in the <laughs> Providence Center. This is in the Providence Center, baby. Yeah, four. It's that, that six-star bump.
1: <laughs> Five <laughs> for the match. Four for Hunter's nose.
0: Uh, we get a ref bump. X-Pac tries to do the baseball slide, but Triple H throws him in front. Uh, China gets involved and, and it does the low blow. Be honest, I've never seen a ref bump with a baseball slide. i got to be honest. Yeah. <laughs>
2: that,
0: was, that was interesting to me. Uh, low blows X Pac and does a uh, takedown. Kane comes out. Kane chokes on both China Triple H, puts them in the corner. X Pac does the Bronco Buster on both of them. X Pac hits a Bronco Buster on China, turns around into the pedigree. One, two, three. Nineteen, the time match went 19 19. So I'll say this I really like this match. Until the cane spot. That's funny, because I picked up at the cane spot. <laughs>
2: That's hilarious. I was fine like, with all of it.
1: I was like, all right. I didn't hate it. Don't get me wrong. By no means did I hate this match. I just thought it went a little too long. I, everything Joe said that he really enjoyed, I agree with. I loved... J- JR, I thought added so much to this match. Perfect. This match is the perfect example of how good Jim Ross is as an announcer. What he can be. Yes. This is the, like, maybe one of his apex calls. He was so good, breaking down the friendship, the bad neck, the mystery with Pac. Everything was dead on. This was the beginning of The Cerebral Assassin, which some people are going to fucking boo-hoo. I like it. I don't care. Um, I just think it looked a little too long. I gave it two and three quarters. I really like it. I liked the Kane stuff. I, I, I liked the fact that he just set him up and then just leaves. And I love that the crowd is slow as fuck, apparently, yeah. in Providence.
2: I mean, because have you seen him?
1: He he chokes them both, right? Yeah. And he puts them both in a corner. And the crowd doesn't do anything. But then he leaves, and as soon as his feet hit the ground outside, they pop because they realize what position they're in. It took them that long. I was like, oh, they're gonna
0: get bronco busted! I, I, How cool! I was I, like, it took you that long? I think what you're saying, Corey. One one reasons why I liked this match, I liked it, was because of Jr. having the backstory of like, well, two best friends. He knows his X-rays. He's he was probably, he was on top of it, it and I think really that's good. what made me more made me enjoy the match and more. But
2: uh, you don't have somebody like Deborah out there, and King can just add on. As, like, a veteran heel voice. Well, I'm surprised he didn't go in with China. Yeah. Well,
0: you know, it, she's a little too muscular. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I it's, for me to in really enjoy the, doing Nicole Bass either. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. That might be JBL. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the commentary team is supposed to help the pace along the, yeah. the match and tell the story. And tell the story. Unlike, I can say, current day wrestling. They have, they give or anything WCW. They give zero shits about the match that's happening now. They're worried about the pay-per-view or, or whatever. I, I just g- like the fact that JR paid attention to this match, you know, focus I, on this.
1: I will give the WCW announced crew in the late 90s the slightest mulligan on the instance that, uh, they were never told what the story was, so they can't really tell it. Yep. Um, they were purposely kept in the dark to the detriment of the show. I can't believe Bajoff thought that was a good idea. Um, but yes, you're right. Uh, this is how announcing is supposed to like, work. Yeah,
2: it's one thing to not tell the announcers the finish, but you should probably tell them what the story is, and they can react to
0: the finish. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so let's go to our next match. As it's Ken Shamrock versus the Undertaker. what would you give that match two and three quarters? Two and three quarters. Uh, which I, I, I'll be honest, I'm kind of surprised because of the fact that it's. I felt like it was, that was one of your type of matches. The fact that he knows the injury, so it is
1: you're, you're, you built it up so much that I feel like I want to watch it again. Like honestly, it,
0: I I I just saw it. I'm like I'm about
2: that, but Joe. I was higher than yours. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, yeah.
0: I would say um, three and a quarter at this least. This felt like
2: a very databasey match. Yeah,
0: just the headlocks. I'm like, all right, I'm going to just tack your neck the whole that's match. that's
1: is you're not wrong. So I feel like I, I need to go watch it again.
0: Like, Maybe somewhere, just Somewhere yeah. Jeff is hard as a rock. Maybe just that match, you know? Yeah, <laughs> just that match. I, I, no, I'm not going to watch the whole show again.
2: <laughs> Godfather Goldust part Yeah. No,
0: I'm
1: going to watch the whole thing. I yeah. don't feel like I can give Triple H Got to be in the mood. My full attention if I don't watch Viscera <laughs> and Test earlier in the night.
0: <laughs> ah,
2: you so, know, you can't appreciate the sunny days without some rainy days.
0: So, Ken Shamrock versus The Undertaker. Here are the rainy days. Uh, I found him. <laughs> Shamrock with a lot of submissions for this match. Hey, the tragedy's here. <laughs> yeah. uh, trying to keep Undertaker off his feet. Uh, I don't know how... uh hey let, let me see how I read this. Oh. Uh, I don't know how to feel about this idea, because in my mind that there was a lot of submissions to start the for this whole match, but coming right after the match that the whole match was focusing on the neck and slow pace, injury, you know, I think back to back matches of trying to focus on one specific. Is that what I brought it down for you? Ding, ding. Is that it? Yeah. Because I
1: remember the first time I saw this back in April of or May of 99, whatever the hell it came out on. This, this is not one I saw live. Um, The two matches together really slowed down the match show. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like if you'd have put on Triple H and X-Pac before the Boiler Room brawl, you probably have a completely different story. Um, Because this, and while I liked Triple H and X-Pac, I know, you know, before you're even done with this match, I fucking hate this match.
2: It's bad. It is
1: slow as hell. These two have no chemistry together. Zero. It's just, oh, this is such
0: a slog. They, I, I, In my notes, I have, I think the reason why they made this m- much uh, uh, slog and more into a broad points, it's their storytelling of, hey, Undertaker's been messing around with Shamrock for the past three weeks. This is the one time and only time Shamrock shouldn't get his hands on Taker. So he's going to take his precious ass time and try to injure him. It never came uh, off like that, though.
2: It, no. uh, that, th-
0: but that's what I felt like that's what they were trying to give off. But I it s-
2: didn't feel that way. It came across like he was trying to get, like, a fluky quick win with, like, a weird submission.
1: Yeah, honestly, it came across exactly like it was. They didn't build up Shamrock to be believable against Taker.
2: A common Taker problem.
1: Because, yeah, because Taker is that special character even back then that if he wasn't against somebody you have built up to be believable... Nobody thought he was going to win. And nobody in the world thought Shamrock
0: was winning that match. And nope.
2: Taker works a Taker match. You know, it doesn't matter who the fuck is in it. Especially at this time.
0: Yeah. Uh, there was points in this match that, like you guys said, like Shamrock dominated this match, half the match, with submissions, and JR is trying to sell. I've never seen Taker scream like this before. Uh, Undertaker takes control and puts Shamrock in multiple sh- submissions. So it's back and forth, just submissions. Um, there was a spot for somehow Undertaker smoothly reverses a leg lock into a Boston crab. So that was kind of like, wow. Uh, I thought it was kind of awkward looking
1: that he did it. Um, it was cool, but it was awkward for his size.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, Undertaker gives Shamrock a big boot or counts, but then he stops the two count because Shamrock gets the kick out. There, that yeah, was I like noticed spot. that. That was terrible. Because he goes one, two, and then he stops, and Shamrock's still down. And like Taker gets up, he's like, "Does like what are you doing? Cover." And I'm like, "Oh, he just he didn't kick out." So Earl making the save here. uh Sham- Earl doing his job wrong man. you're supposed uh, to count? Yeah, not back then. uh Shamrock has Undertaker in the ankle lock, but then Bradshaw runs down with a baseball bat. Uh, Shamrock lets go and hits Bradshaw. Shamrock had Taker in the link, ankle lock. Maybe uh, a third of the arena popped when that happened. Uh, Shamrock goes for a tombstone, but then Undertaker reverses it into a tombstone for the one, two, three. 18 minutes Jeez. and 53 seconds. This went way too it long. It
2: felt every bit of that 18.53.
1: I only gave this a star and three quarters. There was a, enough good work there <sighs> to justify the effort. Shamrock tried. Um, this just was a just, some guys don't have chemistry. Some guys just aren't meant to mesh.
2: And with Taker, like a lot of big men, you need somebody who can create movement in the match yeah. and sell and bump. And that's not what Shamrock. That's not his thing. It's not how he works. That's not what he's best. No, at. he's the
1: android. He's supposed to be. Yeah, whooping he's the supposed other to be. He's so.
2: supposed to have the guy bouncing off of him. And so when you put him in that position, like a
0: Sean or X Pac or whoever, it it does not work at yeah. all. Uh, in my the notes I have was, I didn't hate this match, but I felt like. They should have spaced the last these two matches of Triple H. They match. should but not have they gone. They should have spaced them because especially yeah. Especially in that era. Having back to back matches focus on submission or headlocks.
1: Fans in that era don't appreciate these kind of matches. So to give them two back to back on one story-telling, card.
2: Storytelling technical wrestling matches. Yeah. That's that is not what this crowd's here for. That's a mistake. No, they're not.
0: They're here for a hoe train and hardcore matches. Like So we They're here for the main event. They're here for the main event, which we're going to now. Uh, We're going to recap of the history. How we got here? Rock Austin. Photo stills? But first, no, videos. Uh, (laughs) But we we cut backstage with Vince putting Stephanie in a limo. So let's go to our main event for the WWF Championship. No holds barred. With a McMahon as a referee. With special guest referee, Shane McMahon. And if Austin touches the uh, Shane, he will be disqualified and the Rock will be given the title. Rock comes out first with the... Uh Vanity Belt. Vanity Belt,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> and Austin comes out with his vanity belt, the one that he doesn't give a fuck for. Yep. The real one. The one with the legacy. You know, At least whatever.
1: with the NWO, they spray painted the real one as right. a show of disrespect. It made sense right. to the storyline. And,
2: like, and then like when, and then like when like W C w they would erase it yeah. and so like restore it. like no.
0: This just, is just
1: like no, I want my vanity belt that's all about me. Fuck this piece of shit. Yeah. This real one that Do looks you guys awesome.
0: think that WWE did that first? I I know I've heard that Austin didn't like the big belt because when he put it around his uh, like shoulders like everybody does, like for some reason it would hit him the wrong way.
1: Well, what happened is he said that one time during Raw, with one of the skits with McMahon, he had the belt on his shoulder and went to do the stunner to McMahon. And when he kicked McMahon in the gut, it sliced him in the, the side of the neck. Mm. So he's like, this thing won't do. I need mine. So but d- they didn't sell belt replicas back then. So this is pure vanity on his part.
0: Do you think? Uh, do you think they're doing this just to show? And what we we just discussed about how Dos W did the NWO, they just spray painted it. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're just being that cocky, kind of? Well, we can make a vanity belt for any of our superstars. You just you spray paint. You know how how low class you are to us being. We can make the belt.
1: Nah, because nah. the NWO spray paint fit the storyline. Like, ha! Look at this belt of yours, we
0: you love so much. Well, now, yeah.
1: <laughs> It says NWO. Well, Fuck you.
0: The vanity belt doesn't stay long down there. Shane has a stage hand. Take it to the back. Uh, Austin comes down second, gets close to the ring, and then he runs into the ring and legitimately tosses the belt, Big Eagle, and that goes flying through the freaking ring. Uh, they cool. Uh, they brawl up to the top of the stage. I thought it was a cool shot when they first got to the, to around the stage of them brawling to the right of the or left as you entered, and you just seeing the shot of all the crowd just looking down on them. I was yeah. like, "That's a cool shot." Um, rock throws Austin through the stage fence and destroys one side of the stage. Austin then throws the rock on the other side, so the stage is destroyed. Uh,
2: Look good at you, DDP Hogan. <laughs>
0: uh austin then hits uh (laughs) rock with a equipment case that looked heavy uh they show a replay of austin throwing rock and uh jr goes uh looks like the walls of jericho falling down oh Uh, austin runs over the rock with an anvil case one of those giant equipment cases Pretty. F- <laughs> Those look like it hurts, man. Those yeah. are just solid ass cases. Uh, Rock we pace the favor moments later with the <laughs> same thing. Uh, so far in the match, we've been brawling up to the on around the stage. To me, this feels personal, mm-hmm. and it it's a brawl instead of a wrestling match,
2: which makes great stories. Oh, you mean how Austin didn't pose in all four corners when the match started? He just ran into the rings and a whooping ass.
0: Yeah. Uh, at you, uh, Miz. Hey, look at that! It's stuff that we're missing in today's wrestling. I have that in my notes. Hey, you gotta, you gotta
1: hit your your pose for the clicks on Instagram. That hey, poster, hey, you know that
0: fiend is destroying your children and your wife. But first, let me pose. <laughs> uh, they, hey, over there. <laughs> they finally get back in the ring, and then Shane tries to provoke Austin, and Austin's like, "Uh, uh-uh, I'm not going for that." Rockets uh, a rock bottom in Austin through the uh, Spanish announce table.
2: Yeah, I was like, "Hey, the fucking table actually broke this time." Yes, it did. Uh, Rockets
0: rock on the Spanish extra announce- gimmick tonight. Yep, Rockets on the Spanish announce table. Uh, on the commentary starts talking. King's like, "Oh, I didn't know the rock was fluent in Spanish."
1: I'll make refried beans out of your pinto ass. I'm like, damn. Uh, I'm rock,
0: rock finally sees, they can't see, uh, spots the camera, steals it, so we get a POV shot of the rock. This is the most iconic one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, rock flips off Austin, calls him trailer park trash. Then he pans around the crowd, and you just hear like, rock, rock, and you turn around, he turns around, and you see Austin flipping the two birds, and then you hear, oh, shit, Austin. Then Rock gets stunned on the table. That's fantastic. Somewhat doesn't break, but cool shot, you know, uh, I'm surprised they don't, I, I, am surprised they don't use that in their highlight films for anything. The double birds. The, is that, yeah, PG. They can blur it out like they did on the network. I mean, yeah, on but... the raw next day. Uh, Shane goes to, uh, grab the big eagle bell and tries to hit Austin with it, but he ducks and he hits the rock instead. Austin makes Shane count, but Shane after, uh, but Shane stops at two flip some of the birds, runs off. Uh, Vince and then Earl come out. Shane bumps into Shane. Uh, Vince is carrying the smoke and skull belt, the vanity belt. Shane and Vince then play tug of war over it like Roman and Lesnar. Shane then does the what you going to do looking face and then Shane, uh, Vince slaps him, hits him with the belt. Rock hits Austin with the belt. While all that is happening, Earl jumps into the ring, does a count, Austin kicks out. Rock's going to go for it again. Austin ducks and then uh stuns him and then hits him with the belt. Earl then covers. One, two, three. Um, while all this is happening, you while all that was happening, they cut to Vince and it looks like uh it looks like Vince wants Austin to win. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of weird to see. Yep. Uh Austin wins the belt, uh, t- belt back. Match went 17. 17- 10, Vince is the one that gives Austin the belt back. So before, let me, before, what do you guys think? It's better than many Mania match. I'm
1: on record as saying that I like this match better than any other Mania matches. And upon rewatch, I'm sticking with that. I think this is the best one. There was like a sense of hatred, a sense of, no, I want to kick your ass. I want to be better. I ended up giving it four and a quarter. I think it's the best one they ever have. I know I'm on an island on that one, but uh, I don't mind being
0: on that island. I. I it's no food. I I, <laughs> I I enjoyed the I enjoyed this match. Uh, there there's a
2: vanity belt though.
0: <laughs> it it <laughs> felt personal. Uh, adding Shane, I thought was a good fit. The uh, mini storyline in between the Smash with Shane and Vince worked for what they're trying to go with. Yeah. Yeah. But I I thoroughly enjoyed this match. Um, I need to watch the other Mania match, but you know maybe if we do one of their shows of doing all three matches, watching them all, see. Because right now I think this was better than the that the first Mania. It's definitely better yeah. than fifteen for sure. Yeah. Uh. So then, uh, after the match. We cut back to backstage seeing Stephanie in the limo talking to a cop, and then you see the ministry show up, and then the cops tell the limo to drive off. Stephanie's yelling, "Uh, Wait for my dad, wait, hang on, we gotta wait for my dad. The window, the limo window comes down, and then it's uh, Undertaker, uh, Where to, Stephanie? (laughs) She begins to scream, and then we cut back to, which I like this shot of them cutting back, and once again, commentary. Oh my God, take her as Steph. S- somebody tell Vince. Vince the, doesn't know.
1: And this is why it, it's so much better that this shit happens on this show because on WCW, the announcers wouldn't have been shown that part. Yeah. So they'd have been like totally oblivious and no selling it. You know, it, may, it this was uh, another good job by them. Uh, this was a good shot to end the show on.
0: Vince walking in back and just like not knowing a Because Vince thing. looks like he
1: won. It's Vince Vince's night. I'll put it yeah. this way. Overall... I enjoyed this better than WrestleMania 15.
2: I, I'll agree with that. Yeah, I definitely a better show the, than I thought going in. Yeah. I so this is my first time watching. it. Mm-hmm. Oh, same. And I'll be honest. I'm pretty I, sure I've never seen this Rock Austin match. <clears throat> I
0: thoroughly <throat> yeah. i uh, I thoroughly enjoyed myself this whole mm-hmm. throughout the whole night. I, I I was naked the entire time. Nice. Well, I mean,
1: besides Godfather's yeah. match and Shamrock's match, it was really good. Those two, but that's not enough to ruin it.
0: Yeah, like, the last three matches were 19, 18, 17 minutes. Yeah. So, uh, Corey. Yes. Would there be anything that you would do to fix the card? Probably take out the Gold Dust. I would not have
1: Gold uh, a Godfather, ever have won the Intercontinental title. I just had Gold Dust wrestle someone else mid-card in that match. That's about it. Because everything else was, from a storyline perspective, made sense. Mm-hmm. So the paper itself was tight in that aspect. It's a stat match that sucked. So.
2: Yeah.
0: All right. So let's uh, move on Maybe to the old Venus, another shot or something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, he has Nicole Bass. Ugh. So let's move on to uh, the award show. So give me some. What's su- the buy
1: rates? Oh, yes, yeah, the buy rates.
0: What about you. those sweet, sexy buy rates? <laughs> so. Give it to me. I'll give you. Them. Oh, I'll <laughs> give them to you. All right. So the attendance for this uh, Providence Civic Center, ten thousand nine hundred thirty nine. So almost everybody in Rhode Island. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. So WCW Spring Stampede got a point six zero live from the Tacoma Dome. Live from Tacoma Dome. Not good. So this is the first ever backlash. So I'm, I'm gonna guess this smokes that. I'm guessing at least a one. Uh, so, uh, the pay-per-view at the time last year was Unforgiven. Mm-hmm. However, I can What can't... was that main event, Unforgiven?
1: Stone Cold and Dude Love.
0: Oh. But not the iconic one. The one oh, that's right. It's, the it's non-finish. Not, yeah. Uh, I can't find the... This is, like, the only ones you can't find the buy rate for. However, I did find it. Yeah. But it's 309000 bought huh. the pay-per-view.
1: Okay, well, that's...
0: So. It's in that like point eight range. Yeah, that's yeah that's it. So this year's pay per view got a one point yeah. zero six. There you go. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's that's what I expected. they <laughs> early ninety nine is their absolute white hottest period in terms of viewership and pop culture relevance. So yeah.
0: <laughs> so now give me some uh, generic theme music for the award <laughs> show. <laughs> Which might actually
2: be his music. Oh, that's pretty much, yeah, that's very pretty very much
0: close. <laughs> yeah. uh, worst match. Oh, Godfather and. Uh, Gold, Goldust? Yeah. Mine was Taker Shamrock.
1: Actually, you know what? I'm changing. I'm going with you for uh, a thought process. Dust and Godfather was like in and out relatively short. That match took 20 minutes of my mm-hmm. day. So, yeah, fuck you. That's, that's the match.
0: Uh, I'll stick with the Goldust Godfather. That's fair. I mean, you're not wrong.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: best match. Austin, Roston, 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 and Ock, Roston and Ock. Ock, got it.
2: Uh, it's page in the package reboot. <laughs> yeah. uh, MVP. Oh, it's Austin. He got his belt back. Beat the Rock, two months in a row. I mean, uh,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Austin.
0: It's not uh, a strong MVP. It was between but... him and Vince. I, um, I I'm giving mine to a shocker. Mine's Jr. He That's did. Fair. He yeah. was on tonight. He was on the. He he good he, he gave each match their diligence for what they were. Their what? Diligence. There you
1: go. It's okay. almost like he was keyed in to the fact that hey, some very important storyline progressions are going on and tonight, which, mm-hmm.
0: which he made sure that and he. You need to be locked on. Uh, let me that and he did that. He like the. X Pac Triple H match. He made sure to point out their friends. They traveled up the road. They know, they show, he's probably seen the X rays. Click on click violence. Click yeah, on click Click violence. on click. Uh, the main event, you know, the story between the Rock Austin and then here comes Shane and Vince stuff. And then v- Shane, power hungry, you know, Wonder Boy, he was just on top. And then when Stephanie gets kidnapped, he's on top of it like, who the hell? Why won't anybody let Vince know his daughter's been kidnapped? But he was dead on.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's a good call.
0: But yeah, Jarrah is my uh, MVP. Who is your Moadib? Godfather. Just atrocious.
2: So, it's a little, might be a little controversial here. Vince McMahon's my Moadib. Really? Because, A, uh, you you let your daughter be kidnapped. Not great. B, uh, your sworn enemy got his belt back. You... Helped him. Helped him. You helped your sworn enemy get his belt back. And your daughter got kidnapped because of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You had a good night, but yeah. you also had a bad night.
0: Um, my dib are the... Are the... Is the Providence Vic Center fans. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Providence. Because of the fact, if there was a girl at ringside... Who gives a fuck about that match unless it's China for some reason? Yeah. Well, there's a reason. They're so goddamn horny.
2: Like, I was seeing, like, it's because they pretty much think China's a dude. So, I I, spent two years telling you she's a dude.
0: (laughs) I I, I was watching, like, it looks like a seven year old chant, We want puppies. And it's just like, you don't probably don't even know what the hell that means. You just think, Oh, they got dogs backstage. Oh, my God. uh, Terrible. Yeah. uh, So, the, the fans. Uh, Corey. Yeah. WTF. This was
1: much better on rewatch than I thought back in the day. Um, I knew the main event was stellar. I knew triple H and X-Pac was well-worked and I begrudgingly liked the, um, Room brawl match, but everything, I was just like, that's eh, a throwaway. It was not, this was a better show than
0: the first I time. I remember
1: it being.
2: Oh, um, um, what was the biggest shock to you on the rewatch? What the caught you off guard the most?
1: The biggest shock to me on rewatch was how how everything was booked to make sense. I remember there's a lot of stuff from this period. In both companies where stuff was just booked week to week and it didn't matter if it made sense or not because it's shock value and we're just trying to get that ratings pop. And I just assumed time period wise this was going to be just like that, but it wasn't. Everything was built strategically to move forward advancing storylines. Everything that happened tonight made sense from a preceding storyline. That was probably the biggest shot. It was more coherent Mm -hmm. than I remember it being. Granted, this is one of the shows I've watched. I mean, the least number of times. Yeah, like that. This might be the third time I've ever watched
0: it. Uh, Mr. Wubbal, WTF?
2: Uh, it's kind of a long Corey's. It's um, a positive WTF. It's for this show exceeding the granted low expectations I had going into the met, going into the night. I remember we weren't we weren't uh, we weren't what I would call pumped for this pay per view. Um. And it was an enjoyable watch. For all things considered.
0: <laughs> well, my WTF is basically piggybacking uh, both of you. I really enjoyed this pay-per-view. This is the first time I ever watched it. Um, Same for me. I I enjoyed, you know, what? how many matches are there? There are eight matches I enjoyed but Six of them. And that's more than you could probably say for today's wrestling because of... might not be the pandemic, but it could be the poor writing. But I enjoyed six of the eight matches, and they all told a story for each one that made sense.
1: I have a fun aside for What the Fuck. Yep. I know it's happened before, but this is the first one where it screams out to me uh, the WWE espe- especially, had a bad habit of this for years. This is the first pay-per-view that I can remember where, I mean, they have to come up with the, with the, the look and all that to send it out to the TV ad. Right. You know, Months in advance. This is the first pay-per-view that I remember where it's obvious looking at the, the pay-per-view font and the picture and all that, that this was supposed to be about mankind. Yep. This paper oh, yeah. was going to be geared around mankind, yeah, and that does not end up happening. Now, this is the first time. To- Actually, I take it back. In your house, it's time is the first time this happened when that was supposed to be all about Vader. Vader. And this is the second one where it's like, obviously, there was an about face. There was a change of plans because now the the logo and the pay per view poster have really absolutely nothing to do with the with mankind.
0: Backlashes b- the the. Uh wording is made out by his mask, his mask. and then he's okay. on the background and he's giving somebody the mandible claw in the photo too pay
1: attention in the upcoming especially the next three years how often this happens with the pay-per-view logos and posters for this company
0: Because that I mean and at
2: that point like it's just not worth the money to change it like you know they're just like well, there's no point here's what we thought you know because you could always change like the dvd or the vhs that's yeah. you can change the vhs cover what was it do you remember was it this?
1: It was this. Uh what it was was it was the um, it was the poster with man with uh, Austin and Rock fighting underneath it. So weird.
0: weird. But yeah, my DoTF is actually enjoying the show. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this would continue going down the line with other pay per views, but I just know this show alone.
2: Not in a month. Thoroughly
1: really enjoyable. Well the next show for, is a, is a terrible tragedy. For the and next what I mean by that is it's uh it's a European only pay per view. <laughs> As we're going to Manchester for Mayhem in Manchester on May sixteenth. Oh, so we have next week off, guys, for pay per view. But then the 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 following is three straight. It's Uh. slam. It's slam Mayhem in Manchester
0: and over the. This is December all over again. I'm just like back to back to back. And it feels like
2: December once you get to the end. (laughs) And that last one is
0: going to be a kicker. So this.
1: This is going to be a hell of a run this
0: month. Plummet. We might die by the end of the last one. Someone will. <laughs> Jesus. Well, this brings an end to this week's episode of the Paper Viewer Source. That's our special WTF for you, Joe. Yeah, thank you. Our special WTF is that we have we're off next week and then we're doing three straight. Yep. Mm. And wait. I'll
1: wait until I do that mark out no self for Mayhem in Manchester.
0: Just wait. Which you can find all of our lovely podcasts and words at dot <laughs> You really downplayed
2: the words part of it. Like, I, I, all the podcasts and letters and what do you combinations. Want, what do you want me to say?
1: So, yes, we have uh, the written <laughs> word. Like That's my opinion. Written word. Got it. Okay. That's funny. On your hand. We have the database where I uh, do stuff. And then we have the Dekai Sensei who wrote a uh, hell of a piece of business. Very uh, good. This past week. Uh, I highly encourage everybody to go read that. It gets a
2: little um, dusty. It points. Really good. Really be, good. be aware of that. Yep. Yeah. And then we have
1: podcasts. I don't know if you've heard of them. We have the No Sell Podcast where we're going to have to pull shit out of our ass to talk about this week. Yep. Um, I mean, I guess if I should Somebody get fired. I guess I shouldn't complain because after the month we've had in the world <laughs> of wrestling, I shouldn't complain that it was nope. a slow news month. No news is week. good news. Yeah. In term, especially in these days. Uh, but then we have the Monday Night War stories, the pay-per-view war stories where we just here gave you backlash in your house. You're welcome for that. Yes. Um, probably the most upbeat one we'll do for the next month. Um, <sighs> depending on how these guys take slambory. Uh, <laughs> and then we have That's My Pick, and I know I forgot some.
2: Uh, sometimes we do the
1: Thundercast. Thundercast. <laughs> sometimes we do the Retro Review Machine, and sometimes we do the Gang Reviews. That's all the ones i I forgot three of them.
0: All right.
2: Yeah. Cool. Gang Review is brand new. One. It's brand new. Animal. We get yep. it.
0: Yeah. Makes sense. Brand new. Uh, That's my pick. I'll bring up. He threw me (laughs) off. He said, That's my pick. And he's like, I forgot five. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You pulled a Joe. I did. So, uh, first, the game reviews. Uh, It's our new podcast that we're doing a weekly review of. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. It'll be us three and the little bitch, Sweet D, Devin, as he's never seen it. So, it's going to be fun. Uh, This week's, That's my pick, Commissioner Booble What are we doing? We are drafting
2: your ultimate. Fast food order.
0: Oh yeah, I believe I believe Corey might be toning us. I don't think he knew the draft, so I didn't. Oh yeah, I didn't. That's that's uh, that's a game changer. Don't right there. be hungry when that draft starts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I will be, unfortunately.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah so, all right, cool. that's what we're doing. Cool. So we have all that at nocelebentertainment dot well, you can follow all of us on Twitter. You can follow Corey at that k guy for spelling. The Living Legend and at M T Booble. You can follow me at that Joe Russell. You can follow the producer at Producers and No So Entertainment at No So E N T. Follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff on Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud, Instagram, sometimes YouTube, and hopefully Spotify. Uh, give us a thumbs up, thumbs down, give us a good review, give us a meh review. I don't care. Just give us something. Do something. Do something. Give me two bucks. Give him two bucks. Hell, give, give him two bucks. Give me three steps. Give me three steps, mister. <laughs> Just two steps forward and two steps back But like always Opposites attract Corey must pose Is this where I
1: pose like Paula Abdul? Sweet